Howdy, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Debauchery Circus Campaign here on the Random Rhapsody Network. We are now live streaming these sessions on Twitch.tv, and then we will be uploading the episodes to YouTube and podcast one week later. If you enjoy what you see here, feel free to follow and subscribe here on Twitch, and you can check us out on Facebook as Random Rhapsody TV or on Twitter as Random underscore Rhapsody. So, it's been a little while since we played, so welcome back, everybody. You've all been trying to get to North Amia, the capital city of the Kingdom of Radagast, for several reasons. You had originally been sent there to deliver a letter from the Mayor of Misthold to the King's Chancellor, requesting aid from the Manchesterium to investigate the crypts you all found in the Mistbyre Mountains. You are all also escorting young Edmund Coltrast, the only surviving son of the late Lord Coltrast, who has been who you had rescued from the clutches of the evil Lord Veritude, and who had actually been originally rescued by an orc warband you had been hired to kill him. Finally, there is still the mystery of the blue crystal shards each of you have embedded in your skin from your very first adventure you had all shared in the Mispire Mountains. It has been a long road to North Amia. Along the way you faced all sorts of undead, cultists, ettins, shambling mounds, dragons, knights, and most recently, a werebear and his army of brown bears, who you managed to suggest to quit their assault and leave you in peace. You had all decided to travel north from Dusk Hollow, through the dark woods of the Fanghorn Forest, to shave off a bit of time on your journey. Unfortunately for you, that bear attack during the first night of your, your journey through the forest had also ended with your wagon getting damaged and one of your horses perishing in the fight. If I remember correctly, we had ended last session with you wanting to bury your fallen horse before returning to camp and resuming your long rest. Does that sound about right to everybody? I'm going to be yeah, honest. I'm not works. digging no hole. <laughs> I'm digging the hole. Hey, hello. Uh, I'll help dig How a hole. Doing? Thanks for stopping in and watching. But yeah, so Debauchery Circus. Those of you who want to spend some time digging a shallow grave for your fallen steed. And eventually you settle in for probably a restless rest of the evening, knowing that in another six or seven hours that same suggestion spell was going to wear off on the werebear. So, debauchery circus, first of all, are you guys planning on staying at the same campsite to complete your long rest, or are you going to bed down somewhere else? How many hours are left in our long rest? Um, I'm pretty sure that happened midway through the long rest. So you still have at least four, four more hours, give or take. Maybe okay. staying here would make it easier for them to find us later. That's true. Um, since I trance, so that was only four hours. So I should be fully, fully rested. Yeah, probably. So I'd be willing to, I don't know, stay up and... Keep watch, or if we want to move somewhere else. 
I could stay up and keep watch as well. I really don't need any more of a rest. Well, I mean, you do still need a long rest, because when you don't take one, you get exhaustion points. Half-elves can, can sleep for half the amount of time, but you still do need oh. at least a good six hours of sleep a, a night. Oh, okay. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, healing things up, but okay. Yeah, for within a 24-hour period, you still do need to take a long rest. But you, you can do so. Um, there's only two more rests of the evening that you guys all need to make, or at least some of you. Fontaine, you're you're fine, of course. But um, just just so we know what what's going on, are you guys planning on finding a new campsite, or are you going to stay? You're going to stick to where you are. I say I, we stay here. They're I not going to expect us to move. The real question would be if we did decide to move, how would we move our stuff? Yeah, because we we've got. Would we be able? Well, would we be able to hook the horse up and have it move our stuff without us being on the wagon? Well, how much stuff did you actually have in the wagon? Because I mean, you guys had your had your personal gear on, but beyond that, I don't think you really had a whole lot in the wagon. No, no, Mm -hmm. my. So we couldn't move and have somebody be sleeping while we travel and stop and. Well, but also if we stay here, it's four hours, and we know that we have like what seven hours left on the spell. Thereabouts, yes. So That's we could get fair. a three-hour head start away. Yeah, from them. as long as we got somebody watching, we should be okay, I guess. Okay, okay. and I don't want to get called out by the chat as a half elf. I actually don't trance, so I do gotta sleep. <laughs> yeah, you, you. Well, you have to sleep for half the time, though. Okay. You you do still have to sleep, but it's not nearly as long if I remember half elf rules correctly. I could be wrong too, but if the I'm sure the internet will tell us if we are. Anyway, let us know how wrong we are in the yeah. chat. But but anyway, so you guys are going to stay uh, stay here after um, burying your horse. That's fine. Um, and as you guys do so, um, working together to bury the horse, those who, who wish to, the rest of you, kind of setting yourselves up for a remainder watch. The The question of the day kind of springs to everybody's mind, and that question that kind of goes through everyone's mind as you're all uh, getting set up for the remainder of your rest is, where does your character feel the most at home? And since Shadowfire is the one who rolled it, why don't you go ahead and go first? Any um uh, Shadowfire feels most at home anywhere that isn't his uh town he was born in. As long as he's away from that town, he's happy. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, you're you did have a interesting uh life the first half of your your years, so I can understand that. Um, Fontaine, how about you? Um, I think out loud she would say, oh, in a, a grand, lavish castle or something uh, very pristine. But in reality, it's probably like a, a little cabin, very cluttered with stuff, with plants and whatnot. So mm-hmm. nice, small, tight spaces. Uh, with uh, the way she was up... Um, she was brought up by her aunt for the first of her formative years. I can understand that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Uh, Turgot, how about you? Uh, I would 
say in the forest where he, he grew up in the forest most of his life, so. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. And as a ranger, yeah, probably at home in a tree. Um, Ormer, how about you? Probably on the road, wandering, seeing the world, as turtles do. Yeah, turtles are kind of migratory, aren't they? <laughs> um, okay, Finn, you're last. How about you? Yeah, I'd say it'd probably be less a specific location and more just any time that something is chaotic whether it's like a fight or a party, because, I mean, aside from the fact that the Fey Realm and the Fey themselves are very chaotic and magical, you know, he's a satyr, and they party and drink and carouse, and so, you know, anytime something gets boring, he might start to get a little itchy. Yeah, that's very true. I dig it. I like it. Great, guys. So, uh, and these thoughts of um, where you're most at home kind of all relax you a little bit after the whole ordeal with the werebearer and his followers. Um, who's going to go ahead and take the third watch of the night? Um, do we remember who took the first and second watch? I believe I took second. I normally take last so I can be up with the sunrise. I feel like it was I fun. I do not team. recall. Perhaps it was me. I'll take third watch then, assuming I didn't take a watch yet. Yeah, well, fine. It's it's a bit abstract, so it's not a big deal. But uh, go ahead, Ormer, and give me a perception check as you kind of settle in, leaning up against the broken wagon that the bears had destroyed. Everybody else, you're all kind of settling down, trying to get what sleep you can. Young Edmund, uh, too, has uh, retreated to his bedroll. Um, Finn, no, you guys, in, unless you did, uh, did hit die from a short rest, you wouldn't have healed. Um, but we're, we're not doing a whole lot here, so you'll, you'll get your long rest momentarily. Hey there, quick. Um, yeah, this is actually earlier than usual. Usual. This is my 3 p.m. group, uh, the Debauchery Circus. Uh, this is actually our first stream uh, of theirs, so enjoy. Um, anyway, um, with the 17, Ormer, the fog that the, the, the bear had set out is starting to move uh, towards you all with the, with the wind uh, rustling through the trees. And other than the quiet sounds of chirping from the bird, from what little are in the woods at night, occasional owl, maybe a crow or two. Cicadas are beginning to pop up, and you're hearing a little bit of that, but there's not a lot going through. There's not a lot going on for the, for this like stretch of your, the night, and your two hours go by pretty much uneventful. Shadow, you wake up Shadowfire, who I believe is taking the last watch. And you settle in for your what little sleep you can get as well. 
Shadowfire, go ahead and give me the last perception roll of the night. Da, da. Let's see. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. That fog that the um that the werebear had put out is really getting thick. So much so that with the firelight that you guys have going in your camp, it's really difficult to see anything more than 20, maybe 25 feet away from the camp. You can hear the occasional owl. You can hear uh, yips of a fox and a little bit of rustling through the brush out in the distance, but apart from that, it's a little spooky and a little weird. Like, every time I'm in the woods when it's foggy, I just start thinking Walking Dead kind of things. And it's spooky as fuck, and you're very alert. Your keen Luxodon ears are flapping a little bit, trying to get as much as you can. But other than that eerie sense of disquiet and the knowledge that there are a lot of shit out there in the woods, your final watch settles in with fairly uneventful. As the sun does begin to rise, the fog is finally beginning to clear. It's still pretty cloudy, and you're having a hard time making out the sun. But you at least are able to find the direction of that, and you are able to kneel down and begin to pray to your gods, your god Ra, as the sun finally rises up. And eventually you all wake from slumber, uneasy, a little stiff and sore from the previous night's events, but you all do have a long rest under your belt, and it's morning. so. Debauchery Circus, what would you like to do today? Well, I guess we're walking. Hey, I finally get a scout ahead. I'm <laughs> so happy. Sad that our horse died. Sad that our cart got destroyed. But I How mean, much longer do you think it will take us to travel? Yeah, can can we refer to the map and try to determine how long it'll take us on foot? Absolutely, Ken. Let me go ahead and throw up a map for you. So, you pull out your map of the Kingdom of Radagast, and you judge that you, you had traveled a full day through the woods, so you're probably... You, you know, go ahead... Go ahead, Turgot, and give me a survival check. With advantage, because this is your, your favorite terrain. Got a natural 20. Damn. Very nice. So yeah, um, with a natural 20, you're fairly confident that the clearing, the small little circle clearing you're, you're in right now is that little spot on the map um, about a third of the way up. You judge that by the end of the second day, you guys should be out of these woods. 
but it's probably going to take you about two more to get through them, especially now that you're you only have one horse. And yeah, guys, uh, okay. running two games can be. And the cart the is same like day. broken beyond repair. It's pretty. I think we established that last time. Yeah, it's it's pretty messed up. Um, if if one of you were a carpenter and had the the correct tools, could it be fixed? Probably, but mm -hmm. I don't think it, any of you actually do. All right. Unless somebody has a saw, or and nails and, sh and shit in their inventory, and I don't know about no. it. <laughs> No, you see how smooth my hands are? These are not a working person's hands. Wow, those are really oh, smooth. Would you you moisturize? I just I so moisturize have every day. Tools. Is that what I see? I I, I always yes. see your hand hand kind of damp, and I I thought it was just yes, you know, I've got, I've got a constant hands. moisture. Whenever I give handshakes, it's very unpleasant. I got a hammer. <laughs> I think we're just gonna be traveling on foot. Yeah, and also wrong kind of hammer. Um, I actually would, do have uh, the right kind of hammer, up. but that still wouldn't help us enough. Um, so Turgut, should you ride the horse to scout ahead? What? No. No. All right. No, I do this on cats, foot. Foot. Cats the horse race. would make too much noise. Exactly. Well, we're taking the horse anyway. All right. Let's. Well, yeah, I mean, like yeah. Edmund can sound a horse or something. Unless Edmund, Edmund wants to. Wants to keep on learning ranger stuff and up with me up front, but um, I, if you're willing to teach me, I, I'm happy to learn. Uh, of course, I can. You know, teach you how to see footprints. There's one right there. In, indeed, there is. Uh, those are bear <laughs> footprints, if I'm not mistaken. Those oh yeah. Um, that uh, reminds me. We should leave bit. right now. <laughs> <laughs> We still got three hours. <laughs> no, three hours to get a head start, if we're smart. Anyway, um, so guys, I've got this new spell. Uh, it's really great <clears throat> if you want to use it, or if you want me to use it. Uh, we can't be tracked. Called Pass Without Trace. What? How do you is know that what it is? Uh, I mean, yeah, but you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Out of character. How do you know that? You don't even have. Oh, it's my div nature. my divination powers. I used it to see the fourth wall. Wow, <laughs> she slept with enough rangers to know what they have. <laughs> wow, it's very very common ranger. Um. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that <laughs> could be wise. Uh, yeah, but you kind of have to stay within thirty feet of me. So if I'm scouting ahead, it wouldn't really work, but if I'm staying with you guys, then it would, you know? What's the duration on that? Uh, you know, about an hour. Perhaps we have you scout ahead and then use it if it seems like something's going to happen? I suppose, but... It just, you know, it doesn't. It makes it show, so that we don't leave footprints out of here. I mean, we could always use it for the first hour yeah. to cover our tracks, and then after that, he can scout ahead. Sounds appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like you guys got a plan. So, Turgot, you scouting ahead a little bit and training Edmund as well, um, and then, but for the first hour, you're going to cast the spell, uh, Pass Without a Trace, to 
make sure that you're not seen as you guys are heading out. I like it. I'm just kind of spraying ashes of uh, mistletoe in everyone's face. Okay, <laughs> so, smell. so go ahead and throw it up, just so everyone can, can see it in the chat. Uh, Pass Without a Trace is one of my favorite spells, especially for a rogue ranger. Um, basically what it does is it creates a 30-foot um, area around you. It centers on you, Turgot. So everyone has to stay within 30 feet of you to get the benefit of it. But with that, everyone gets a plus 10 to their dex stealth checks, which is awesome. Yeah, and now I have a plus 20 to the stealth, so mm-hmm. no one can see me. So it sounds like you, you guys are... You're, you're not traveling slowly, but you're traveling at an, uh, a decent pace to try to to head north. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Heading for the city. Okay. I like it. So after uh, Turgot casts the spell, um, you all cluster around him. And together as a group, you all head what, you, what Turgot tells you is north. So Turgot, you leading the charge... Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have you roll a one more survival check. We're actually going to do a skill challenge here to make your way through here. I assume, Turgot, you want to go first. So, yep, survival and advantage is another, <laughs> another natural 20. Natural 20. Roll 20's been giving them out in twos. Yeah. That's happened to me yesterday. <laughs> uh, damn, you rolled 20. That's okay. For With a natural 20... Turgot leads all of you into the depth of the forest and it is getting deeper and denser and darker the farther you head north you're coming up to near the the dead center of of the forest and it is dark but Turgot leading it you find have no trouble he 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 finds the, the correct uh, game trails to weave around any obstacles. Um, he, can, he leads you along gullies that anyone else would fall down and hurt themselves. But Turgot, you are just at home in your natural element, and you know exactly where to lead your team. So, um, who wants to assist Turgot? Um as you guys all make your way into into the forest. This is going to be... I'm going to need four checks total. Um, I want each... Turgot obviously went first, so who's going to go next, and what are you doing to aid in, in the journey north? May I aid by not doing anything by being a clumsy elephant? <laughs> yeah, just... Well, well, it's survival, isn't it? I want I want three more people to, to make rolls. Um, and you, I want you guys to tell me what you're doing, how, yeah. how you're doing it, and what skill you're using to aid your travel. I need to draw my cards, roll my so, dice. You do I, need to do that too, Fontaine, so... I guess I'll go first, and <coughs> uh, I'll help him out by making sure that we avoid any obstacles too far ahead because even though it's dark I have really good dark vision and if we ever feel like we're losing our way I'll just send Barnabas to get above the trees okay I like it so go ahead and make a perception check for me 21 
21, yeah. With, between Finn and Barnabas, you guys are able to see anything that's coming up. And there is quite a bit out there. You see quite a bit of game. Deer, primarily. But a lot of rabbit, a lot of fox. Occasionally wolves. And between Turgot and his uh, Nat 20 survival and Finn's perception, you guys are easily able to weave around and stay out of the scent, um, the scent ability, I suppose, of um, any packs of wolves as you guys make your path, make your way through the woods. So, that's two successes so far. Who's going to go next? Um, I will go... And what I am doing is um, using my general divination powers um, to try to discern um, any bad vibes okay. on our trail. Okay, I get it. Uh, I, I like it. Go, it's creative. Go ahead and... I'm sensing the vibe. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Give me an All arcana right. check. All right. I will arcana for the vibes. 22. 22. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, you know, your patron, whether it was a dream or whether it was something that actually happened, you're not, you're not quite sure, but your patron did warn you that there's a lot of things out there in the woods. And oh, yes. With, with your arcana, you, you're just, you're casting your divination senses wide. Um, that power you possess as a medium and, as a seer, um, and you're sensing, you're, you're seeking any type of malevolent magical energy, any anything that might be directed towards you, and working together with them, you you aid in um, the guidance by by calling out, no, no, not over there. There's, I definitely feel something evil over there, and <laughs> that's a, a third success. Uh, that's very good. Who wants to go Only next? rolling above 20. Yes. Whoever goes uh, next. You call yourself a medium. What kind of powers uh, would you get if you were a large? <laughs> well, I'd be I a lot more attractive, that's for sure. God. I'm helping by praying to my lord that we get out of here on peace. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, give me a religion check. Good thing I'm good at religion checks. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm a cleric with a minus one at uh, religion. I'm awesome. God, the sun kind of sucks today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't even see the sun through these clouds. You absolutely can't. The clouds are getting denser and denser. The foliage uh, above you and, and all the trees, it's... It's blotting out the sun. So much so that you actually have to call up light onto your trunk to, to see where you're going. And it, it's... You're just having a difficult time with it. And it's discouraging. Discouraging so much so that you're kind of dragging your feet um, a little bit as you guys are all uh, making your way. But still, that was three successes. So that's not that's pretty good. And with that, you spend most of your day traveling northward, 
uh, led by Turgot, with everyone fanning out and fanning out their, their senses as much as they can. Shadowfire kind of just dragging his feet. Feeling a little bit depressed by the lack of the sun today. But, since you did succeed, as you guys are making your way north, the sun is, from what you can tell, just beginning to set. It's been a long day. Cooler than any of you like, it is still, what is it right now? It's the 14th of uh, Bellantine, so still pretty well in spring, and it's a bit chilly today. Especially with the clouds coming overhead, and y'all shiver a little bit as the sun begins to dip down. However, as go ahead, everybody, and give me a stealth check. That's a thirteen. I'm just going going from one good stat to the other. (laughs) Turgot, you especially. Would, would have seen this. Um, Things but, are all good. But pretty much all of you. Turgot is uh, scouting ahead a little bit at this point, along with um, Edmund. And he calls out and stops everybody, and you all duck down and hide as you see f- far ahead four large ogres with a gigantic green troll in, in between them. All of them lumbering, heading in a northeastern direction. You can see with your high perception rolls that you made that these ogres and, and troll each seem to be carrying or dragging along the carcass of a deer. One of them has a wolf. And you can just barely make out the sounds of them kind of rumbling and talking to one another. Does anybody here speak giant? No. 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 (laughs) So I imagine you guys are kind of bunched up like this, taking the horse behind. And you can hear them talking. And they're all kind of talking amongst themselves as they're just dragging these carcasses forward. But none of you can understand what they're saying. None of them have noticed you. And all of them seem to just be intently walking in that north, what did I say, northeastern direction. Hey, uh, does anyone have a spell where they can uh, understand languages? At all, perhaps. You know, you would think, but no. Really, I thought you could like, read all writing and stuff. That's that's all I can do, though. I can't I can't speak every language. I can just read them all. So. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just saying, just you know, it, I, I don't know. I've yeah. heard of it as a thing, think, but no. You would think. I can. You need to talk to your people about that. What'd you say, Shadowfire? I can heat up metal. Oh, oh. Well, well, I think we can save that one. Yeah, we 
come to that later? Um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll come in handy. It might be useful. Mr. Game Master, does it look like they're going to pass by us in the direction that they're going? Uh, no, you've spotted them ahead of you. Um, if right. you are look, they are they walking towards us is what I'm asking. No, they're walking no. in a northeastern direction, away from where you guys are now. Okay. So perhaps we could just wait them out. Yeah, probably. Or uh, I could drop a fireball on them. Either one. Both work. <laughs> I mean, there's a I fun option, and that's just like... <laughs> and then there's a safe should, option. We should pick our battles more wisely. Why would you I like a fireball? One. Don't you throw them? <laughs> As you guys are all kind of crouched down and whispering this amongst yourselves, they are starting to move away uh, a mm -hmm. little bit beyond your field of vision. They are still, they're still talking, that still that... How big is the wolf? You estimate... Um, go ahead and give me a perception check. Can I also do a perception or... Yeah, a perception to just see if they have anything else on them that would, you know... Oh, maybe absolutely. suggest as to where they came from or where they might be going. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check as well. I was about to ask, are you doing a perception nice. to make sure uh, Firestack about to do something stupid? I got a big six. Um, no, Finn. Edmund does not speak giant. Um, so, Shadowfire, it, it's bigger than your average wolf, but you can't tell quite how big. Um, they're getting farther out of your field of vision by now. I'd say let's let's uh, follow them, see where they're going. Yeah, what if they're going to a town? Like, there's there's Shadowfire is great like here to here. I mean, we're going to the city, so why would we need to find a town? Well, no, I'm just saying like they could be going to a town and attacking it, and like that's Guys, not good. Not likely it's with a food. Puppy. Yeah, but they've already got a meal. I'd say we should just let them pass on by. They seem like just elders living their lives. I'm not willing to engage. <laughs> they have a puppy. The puppy dead. Now that you're looking at it, <gasps> that last one, it doesn't seem like it's a deer. Maybe it's more of a horse. They took our horse. <laughs> oh my god. I'm really not worried about the fate of a dead horse. They took our horse. They, they dug it up. Undug it up. dead already. And well, took it you, out of its grave. Do you want to walk over there and strike it? Do you want to go over and beat a dead horse? Yes, that's really what we're doing if we fight over our dead horse. We're literally beating a dead horse. I mean, I won't be up there. I'll be back here shooting it, but... And I suggest we let them have it. We, I, think, I think according to Shadowfire, we agreed to put everything to a vote, so... All in favor of letting them walk away and um, avoiding a battle, raise your hands. I raise my hand. Barnabas and I both raise our hands. Hey, familiars don't Barnabas give votes. Counts. Barnabas counts. He's no, a sentient creature. What? No, with, um, with language. He's intelligent. Hold on he's intelligent, second, guys. Um, <laughs> as you guys are kind of discussing this, I feel like you're, you're getting a little more... Um, enthusiastic about uh, the discussion, so give me another stealth check real quick. Shit. 
11. Shadowfire just wants to play with the fucking puppy. What if that 4 was a 16? <laughs> what if it was? It is, it actually. Is you're now you're using your... your um, yeah, that's fine. Your, your spark, okay. So that's 16 on the die, so it's actually a 19. Okay. So, you got your... Fantine is tr starting to get really worked up in this whole thing and she actually has to you, you see a little bit of a shimmer around her as she's forcing herself to sorry guys I just rewrote history calm <laughs> and yep you used your ability to alter reality to keep yourself quiet um well done you're sit you're talking amongst yourselves debating and, and taking a vote whether or not you should attack or follow them or do what or let them go by and the very last one just stops for a moment the the other four are moving ahead he's kind of sniffing a little bit and he sh shakes his head he's just kind of looking back and forth but he he does he starts walking again but slower. Shadowfire, once we get to the city, I'll just buy you a puppy. So a pup? I want a puppy now. Okay, let's put it to a vote. We'll I think we had three <laughs> in favor. Three in favor of not starting a battle. Barnabas does not count. Barnabas counts. Um, Oromir, Oromir, what's your vote? I mean, I kind of wanted to follow them, see where they're going, but... So one vote for the third option. Well, I guess that doesn't entirely negate not starting a fight, but it is more likely to start a fight. Just call it option three and move on. Okay, one vote Shadow for option three. Has a I don't want to fight. I just want to play with the puppy. That sounds like two votes for option three. Uh, Alright, me and Edmund uh, vote for fighting. You, you can't speak you for Edmund. You speak for Edmund. Edmund is an intelligent creature. Edmund's not a central creature. He's not familiar. <laughs> well, I suppose if you're asking me, fighting <laughs> ogres would be an interesting experience. Do you want to make it to North Amia alive or dead? Considering we haven't bandaged, bandaged our wounds from the bear fight. So yeah, we we followed him because four against three. What that was? No. That was three options or three for option what? one. Well, two, yeah, because I don't want to two and thing. two for option four. Finn, you you are healed from from your oh, long okay. rest. I misunderstood I would, that then. I would be willing to give in to Oromir's plan to follow them, um, but we need to be wise about when we decide to attack or what we decide is worth attacking over. I if we mean, follow really, them and discover it is our horse, I still don't care. Really, the I don't want to fight anyone. Do we have enough supplies to keep going this way? or? Yeah, I don't have any rations on my character sheet, so... I, I don't know. Can do we have for food? Yeah. Do we have like a supply of rations in the bag or something? Not to or mention just, the fact. Kurgat just said he can he can forage for food. 
Not I can get double that. whatever any of you can if I forage, so. Not to mention that, yeah, these, these guys might be going somewhere, but we know that there's an army being built up right now that we have to try and stop. And the more time we spend away from that, the stronger they will become. I agree. I'm sorry. Let's go. All right. Well, sounds like we're gonna sneak past. Or let we can them just wander wait. off. We can just wait. Yeah. If we're not fighting, we might as not well not go up there at all. You're right. So I think we wait for them to get a a far distance, and then continue on. Okay. Stealthily. Okay. So you, you hunker down for probably a good 30-40 minutes watching the ogres and the, the troll making their way to the northeast, as I said. They disappear into the brush. 40 minutes later, after you, after you guys duck down, and... Other than hearing them, because you can hear them for quite a while, depending on how long you want to wait, they're probably crunching along for the better part of an hour and a half or more before the, the, the sounds finally end. Maybe it's, half an hour. God, they're so yeah, slow! Ah. I'm like snacking. <laughs> I'm lightly bashing my head against a tree. <laughs> Okay. So you wait for about an about 30 40 minutes or so before moving on. And the sun is definitely getting low at this point. Um if you travel for much more than than an hour or so, it's going to be become difficult to continue. <sighs> What's making it difficult? The well, darkness. Just the darkness. Traveling at night. You're, you're cool. getting to the point where you guys are going to have to camp out for the evening. Gotcha. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the only one who doesn't have dark vision is uh, Shadowfire. No, uh I have my nose. <laughs> well, I mean, are you wanting to continue on and, and travel in the evening? It's up to you. Um... I don't like traveling in the dark, though. It's bad. It's true. Shadowfire's had a hard day. The sun has hardly been out all day. That's fair. We can wait. The sun will come out till tomorrow. Yes, Shadowfire, the sun will come out tomorrow. Alright. So you guys just gonna go ahead and make camp? Sounds right. Okay. Now, the area you are currently in, as I described, you, you've walked on maybe about 30 minutes or, or more after waiting for the trolls. So you probably get another, I don't know, half mile, maybe a mile. Yeah, probably about, yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, probably about two miles away yeah. from, from where you are. Just thinking. What? But anyway, um, the area, very densely treed, um, but you do find a small area 
where all of you could spread out and camp if you want to. Um, you build a fire. You set about what little rations you do have. Turgot, are you... You said something about foraging? Uh, yeah, I... Uh, I would probably take uh, Edmund with me, but uh, I could go uh, hunting and uh, find uh, some deer for dinner. You could, if, if that's what you want to do. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Okay. So while everybody else is making camp, you and Edmund go stalking off on your own into the woods at night. Now, keep in mind, Edmund is a human, so you're going to have to be helping him out a lot. Go ahead and make a... Let's see. Um, give me a stealth check and a survival check from you. Um, not, the survival is not going to be with advantage because you're going to be helping Edmund the entire time. I'll go for 19. Very nice. Okay. So for about another hour, hour and a half, the two of you are moving silently through the trees while you are looking specifically for tracks of deer. You do eventually find some during that hour and a half, and it leads you on a trail that kind of circles off to the west, or to the east. However, after another 30-40 minutes of tracking, you do find a yearling leaning up against a, a tree, kind of rubbing its side. And with your 19 stealth, you and the Edmund manage to duck down and hide without being detected by the deer. Give me an attack roll, please. Yeah, 21's definitely going to hit. And <clears throat> 9 damage to that deer. Okay. So, yeah. You duck down. Oh, uh, plus sneak attack. Yep, plus your sneak attack. So, without question, you took out that deer. I'm not even going to bother pulling up a deer stat. Your arrow flies true, sinking deep into the the deer's flank, and it just drops. And you quickly run over, pull pull the arrow out, slice the deer's throat, and end his life. The two of you spend the better part of an hour dressing the deer so you can bring it back. And eventually, about the time the moon is getting up there on the horizon. The clouds are starting to disperse finally. And the rest of you at camp see with an have finally gotten a fire going and all set out and got yourselves ready for the evening. You do see Edmund and Turgot coming back, carrying along a smallish deer. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, it's a yearling, but Definitely enough to feed all of you guys. Hey, guys, I just committed a crime. <laughs> it's not a crime? Yeah, it is. You can't hunt in these woods without the king's permission. Oh, I see. 
Yeah, no, it's I a crime. I would have known. I mean... The king can claim to own the whole forest. That's kind of what they do. It's wild. But isn't Edmund our king? Didn't he give no, you he's permission? No. I think he's not a king. He's like uh, a lord. A young lord. Also, yes. not in his little territory, so... Technically, yes. My, my oh. father is... Or was... The lord of a, a province, but we are well outside our lands. Um, I would like to approach Ormir, right? Is that right? Ormir? Um, and I want to use the crystal ball to scry on the troll. Okay. Because then we can see where they went. Satisfy your curiosity. So, I do it. I think he has to make a wisdom save, right? Yep. Is, that, uh, is it a scrying so. spell? Second, I'm pulling up his sheet. Oh yeah, that was a one. So yeah, um, Fontine, you sit down with your scrying stone and peer into it, running your hand over it like you do. And as you gaze into the crystal ball, your vision moves on to... Up, it flies upward, out through the trees, and you, you don't seem to move very far. And as it comes down, you focus in on a dimly lit cave with a troll working over a large fire. It seems to be um, building this fire up over what you see a very large spit. Hmm. The troll moves away a little bit, walks down south along, or at least it seems south from your perspective because you're kind of just... Your, your perspective is just, I imagine, is just hovering a little bit above the troll. So you're seeing mm -hmm. a, a little bit around him, but mostly you're seeing the troll. And it moves over to this very large pile of junk and random things. You, you see a broken wagon, some, several crates and uh, chests just broken and, and thrown on top of it. Um, all manner of cl cloth and timber and broken things, broken jars, broken bottles, um, coins strewed everywhere in, in this huge mess. You also see uh, quite a bit of clothing just all thrown into this giant pile. It's, it's like basically anything they find, they just throw in a giant pile. The ogre is pulling out bits of, um, of wood rips off one of the um, one of the sides of, of a wagon and you see quite a bit of bones all over the place as things shift and, and rumble. The ogre walks back to the fire and tosses the wood onto onto it to and you just see the flames leap up even higher. 
pressing. The, the troll then walks over to a nearby table where you see the, the corpse of a horse and two humans. Can I tell if it's our horse? <laughs> it's hard to tell because the thing is halfway through being skinned. Uh, okay. Uh, it looks like a horse to me. <laughs> it's a horse, but you're not sure. And you, you see the, the ogre, the troll, pick up a very large knife and continue working on cleaning the skin off of this thing. But what catches your, your notice is there's the body of two humans as well on that table. Dissected a little bit, uh, scooped out. And the troll seems to be preparing all three of these. To be cooked and eaten? It's probably a good guess. Alright. Well, there you have it, Ormir. That's what's going on in the troll den. Um, but I didn't see anyone in, in dire need of our help. Just a few who are already lost. Uh, they just don't want to go for it. Guys, this beer is really tasty. <laughs> Let me get some of that. Should we go and avenge the death of those that they are getting ready to eat? Oh my gosh. There's lots of treasure too. You know, lots of treasure. I think so. No. But, I mean, you did say you saw a lot of other things there too that maybe monetarily worth it. Some trash, some strewn coins, some holy ogres. There was a lot of stuff there. There was, you, you probably saw some weapons, some some bright silvery eyes. All right, so but it's no dragon's horde, all right? No, but it is a troll's horde, which could be better. Is, you no, don't know? I don't I don't actually think it is. You don't know though. It it could have valuable stuff in it. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying it's, you know, it's not like it's not like tons of gold. <laughs> and you do have to fight some ogres and and a troll we, for we it. We could go in when they're not around. Um, so when it, when the scrying kind of went to a location, was I able to tell what direction that was? As near as you could tell, it was east of where you guys currently are. But not that far, right? Not that far. It, it was, it, your, your perspective went up, went over, mm -hmm. went down. It was a, a pretty quick like, okay. Yeah, like you, you're not going to be able to tell exactly where it is, but yeah, it's, you you do know from the direction they are heading, as well. So you kind of guess it's probably around east of you. Well, if we took the astral plane, it would be quite a short trip. But not on like foot. trolls are super difficult to follow. True. That is true. You want us to travel through the astral plane to get there? No, I was just making a joke. Uh, oh. How the scrying ball went and flew around. <laughs> Just a good old elf humor. Yeah, I'm not an elf, so... <laughs> I thought you were a half-elf. Yes. So she half gets think half, Do you think half-elves just have a culture all their own? Like, I wasn't raised by elves and humans, so I, I have to make up a half-elf culture? I thought that was actually a thing. Like, you're not... I mean, I wouldn't notice. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, I broke the fourth wall. Um, so, um, 
this deer is pretty good, guys. <laughs> We're all eating the deer, thinking about whether we should go fight those trolls. I mean, I I'll support whatever the majority decides. So if you guys think that with this new information, um, that it would be worth it, I'll, I'll go with you. I mean, I'm down Dude, for it. getting some better equipment. I honestly possibly be better equipment. Whether it be worth was it or the not. troll yeah. was the troll hurting anyone? It was currently skinning a horse, um, and it has hurt people in the past. But I could have told he, you that when we first laid eyes he on hurt it. Horse troll. Well, a horse. There was no verifying. It was our horse. It was our horse on fire. I found no evidence to support the claim. But that did it you was find any horse. evidence against it? No. Okay, then. But, Not listen, the horse. troll is That's innocent until... Horse. <laughs> yes, innocent until proven guilty. But it killed people, so... It did fine. kill people. Yeah, exactly. Did but it? nobody I knew personally. Did you see it kill them? No. It did have, know. it had bodies on the table, so maybe it found those people, just like it found our horse, if it is our horse. It's totally not. But that means if it is our horse, he dug it out of the grave. And that's not a good thing. Horse. We're gonna kill the troll for violating the religious rights of our horse. Exactly. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> All in favor As the of... only cleric, I, I think I should have the right to decide a religious killing. <laughs> all, right. all, all in favor... I'll follow your religion, though, mate. All in favor... What religion? Of, ...of hunting down the troll and the ogres and um, exacting <laughs> revenge for the fallen whoever they are, say I. I. Edmund, come on, say hi. Um, I, I guess... Just bullied him. <laughs> I'm not bullying him. Edmund, you know you can make your own decisions. I wanna go That's on record. Finn, Finn says how many sessions. That's my worries. Is the side quest. Fontaine's a good leader. Oh, Fontaine sheds a tear. Tries to hide it. So what are you guys doing? Are you going after him, or are you going to... Well, I see there was an eye from Ormir, and an eye from Edmund, I guess, and an eye from uh, Turgut, so that's three. Uh, our, our horse back there also says the eye because... It's a language. It has to have a language. That's... That I, I, do, not, I do, do not agree with this. Because you can't communicate with the horse to know it says I or nay, unless it has a... That's uh, it does I'm say nay. It does actually say nay, because <laughs> it is a horse. You all see the horse just standing over there, eating some grass. It looks up, it looks at you, it rolls its eyes and goes right back to eating. But does the horse say... <laughs> it's just Actually, eating. if you think about it, our new horse would probably be against us. Uh, I rolled a 19 on animal handling for the chance that it might get killed and eaten as well. <sighs> Shadowfire, what do you say? I want to kill the horse killer. Alright, that's another eye for Shadowfire, which without the horse gives four. You don't have to count. However, that. we're not counting the horse. You don't have to count. Edmund how? Either. 
I, listen, However. Edmund is a, is a part of this team, and I have to take him at his word, unless, Edmund, you want to change your mind. And I look at him very intensely. Edmund says that as an NPC, it's up to the party. <laughs> party? Where? Shame on me for treating you like a person. <laughs> Edmund, come on, you make you make it so there's an odd number of people. <laughs> because apparently Finn's familiar counts. He's intelligent. Finn, um, what do you say? My only question is how long this no, is going to take away I from don't. our trek to uh, stop an army. No, that's the that's the point. Like a day? It's not going to take us a month to kill these things. <sighs> well, I think. We might be beat anyway. Yeah, probably. From a playing perspective, of, of course, Barnabas wouldn't count to the players voting on what they want to do. Any more than a <laughs> DM's run NPC would count towards the vote. <laughs> it's you five as players decide what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess we're going to go out of our way to kill these trolls and ogres. Um, let's just try to make it as quick as we can. Um, the question is, do we want to wait until morning? Well, definitely. But the thing is, we can wait until they're out of their cave. You know, We don't necessarily have to kill them. I just want to raid their cave. Alright, but it seems like they got their food. They'll probably be there for... Anyway, I guess we should Shadow take our rest. Firewalls. They might hunt every day. I mean, we can camp out for the night and then kind of go over there and scout in the morning and, you know, kind of yeah. wait till at least let's, some of them are gone. Let's just hope that they don't find us overnight. You might want to stomp out the fire then. Because um, they were pretty close by. Not immediately, but you know. So is, th is that what you guys decided? You're going to wait until morning and then go scout out and see if you can find the troll's lair? I think sure. so. I think we were just beat on the on the boat, so it's going to happen. Okay. So you guys settle in for an uneasy watch as the knowledge of <laughs> trolls summer being out there kind of has all your minds. Who's going to take first watch? I can uh, take first, oh. so unless somebody else wants first. I'll take second. I'll take third. I got last. Okay, so go ahead and roll your first perception check. Nice, nat 20. Nat 20. It is a cold, clear, and uneventful evening you settle in for your watch and other than the occasional sound of, of bugs, cicadas and an owl or two nothing really strikes your interest who's going to take second watch again that's mine Okay. perception check 15 yeah likewise 
it's a quiet evening. Um, you do have to huddle towards the fire if you guys didn't stamp it out. I think I, I heard somebody say that, but I'm not sure. Um, anyway, but like, like Ormer, it's a quiet evening. You don't hear anything that really draws your attention away. Who's going third? That's me. Um, perception, right. please. 21. Occasionally you hear the sounds of birds. The cicadas are pretty loud, but nothing else happens on your watch. I hear it's one of those cicada years. Oh, yeah. Gonna be a ton of it's 2021 in game. Mm-hmm. Um, last watch of the evening, Shadowfire. I believe you're thinking of locusts. Just be glad it's not 2020 in, uh, in game. <laughs> you spend your watch mostly with your head down, praying to Ra as the sun comes up over the horizon. The day is clear. But your attention is drawn away, focused intently on your God and your prayers. But fortunately, your watch goes by without an issue. And you all wake up very early, I I would assume, and prepare for your exploration and uh, your attempt to find the troll's lair. So catch them while they're sleeping. What do you got? What do you guys want? Do you guys have anything you want to do before you you strike out in search of the trolls? The troll and the ogres. I should just gonna roll some new dice. Well, y'all do have have your long rest. Always getting a sixteen in the mix. I'm pretty sure I have a sixteen every time. Yeah, it seems like it. Okay. All right. So, uh, how long do we think it's gonna? Take to get there, because if it's going to take an hour to get there, then I can uh, do my thing. I literally cannot tell. Well, uh, maybe it's here. it was magic. Um, I just know the direction, which was eastward. Huh? Maybe we should ask our tracker fellow how long it's going to take. Hey, Turgot, how long is it going to take us to get there? Well, I <laughs> I haven't that. seen the place. <laughs> well, let's just head in an eastward direction, and you keep an eye out for uh, troll tracks or smells or, you know. I, mean, I can smell them from here. Okay, well then just follow your nose. And use your nose. <laughs> well, it's not really a directional okay, thing. I'm not a, see why. I don't have that great a sense of smell. I can just smell the stench. Yes, this is why we should why have a dog. Can you see why kids like cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> okay, let's head east. <laughs> let's get on with it already. Yep, let's go ahead, Turgot. Um, since you're the one looking for these troll tracks, give me a survival check with advantage, since you are on your favorite terrain. Twenty-two. I was expecting another nat twenty. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was hoping for one. At twenty-two, it, it's it's not difficult to find troll tracks. This area is a high traffic area for troll and ogres alike, and it's easy to follow them, leading to an oddly shaped dome. 
completely covered in ivy and moss with uh, tree trunks actually smashed down and put on top. It, it almost looks like half of a oversized uh, beaver hole or beaver dam in the middle of the woods. This looks like one of those beaver holes. <laughs> God, we got yeah, beaver bears in up here. Yeah, like, fuck you. Beaver dam. But, but yeah, it's a big beaver. mound of dirt and and moss and trees and branches and all sorts of things. And then dug down, you can all see the entrance to, uh, a, you would guess, a troll-made cave. Right. I'm going right. to send Barnabas Invisible to scout it out. That works too. I was going to go in. <laughs> Hold on one second. Come move you to a new map. So you guys should be able to see your, yourselves by now. Yep. Yep. Okay. And is everyone's vision working? I do not appear to be on the map. <laughs> I can't see a turtle. Sorry about that. And the vision is working, but it doesn't have dynamic lighting if you intended it to. I don't know. Yeah, I did. We definitely don't see the turtles and ogres. Everybody close your eyes. And shake your heels and say there's no place like home. Yeah, sorry about that. You're fine. You put up with us. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> so much worse. One DM second, does everything. Maybe we can take a quick break. Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Why don't because go Finn just took a phone call? So yeah, why don't we go ahead and do that while I'm trying to get this fixed up? So um, everybody, sorry about that. Um, hate it when roll twenty doesn't work, but we're going to go ahead and take a ten minute break, and we will be right back. Awesome. Howdy, everybody. We are back, um, and when we last left off. The debauchery circus had just found the cave um, where the ogre and troll prince had led them. Very odd sort of beaver dam looking mound in the middle of the woods. And Finn had decided to send his familiar Barnabas inside to scout it out. So, 
Debauchery Circus. What do you want to do? He's moving forward a little. As Barnabas, being invisible, very quietly sneaks in, go ahead and give me a stealth check for him, with advantage, since he's sure. invisible. <laughs> 21. Very nice. Quiet as quiet can be, with barely more than a little whoosh. And with each flap of his wings, Barnabas very stealthily creeps forward to a tee-off intersection, or not a tee-off, just a, a left intersection, where he sees an ogre sitting with his butt just barely dangling over a very large, deep black pit. <laughs> Seems to be kind of grunting there a little to himself and takes no notice whatsoever of the invisible Barnabas. Moving on from this horrifying sight, although he will <laughs> at least give us a description of, hey, there's a ogre here. What's he doing? <laughs> What's the ogre doing? Yes, I would really love to know what ogres do in their Can spare you time. Describe it to me. Come on, full detail. Full detail. What's it look like? <laughs> Barnabas moves on down the corridor around the very. What is it called when the stalactite stalagmite touches? I can never remember. Well, is stalactite holds tight to the ceiling. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is when the two of them grow so large that they... Oh, that they're middle, like... Yeah, that, I, can't, I can't remember. Uh, it's E.T. phone home. But whatever. It's, it's a column. Col yeah, that big column. When a stalactite and a stalagmite love each other very much. <laughs> Wouldn't it be horrible to be killed while taking a shit? That's just, that's the worst I'll have. But, um, as Barnabas creeps down the center of the corridor, it he does see that it opens up quite a bit. There is uh, an ogre laying on the ground over here on what appears to be a very large mound of straw and hay. The troll, it seems, is its back is to you over here in this far corner and um, it seems to be working over a fire, trying to get it lit, or at least a, a mound of wood and debris and whatnot, which I, you could probably see just barely in Varnabas's vision. It also seems that the corridor kind of goes a little bit to the right and snakes off. Seems like it's called a column. Okay. Column works for me. <laughs> That's what the internet says. Barnabas, go ahead and give me another stealth with advantage. Bar 
Barnabas creeps a little bit more into the chamber, his wings giving little whoosh, whoosh, whoosh sounds as he moves forward. To his left, he can see the scene that I described for Fontaine earlier, a very large mess of debris, broken wagons, uh, tree branches, um, crates and boxes just smashed open, and contents just spread out all over the place. You can see the troll with its back to you, crouched down, working, get pushing uh, bits of wood into a pile, obviously to make a fire. And he can see the ogre just on the other side of that column. So basically what he's described to me, uh, one ogre's sleeping, the troll is at work on something or other, and one of the other ogres is down a side passage and uh, indisposed, yeah, but there's one awake. Yeah. Yes. I do not know where the other one is, but it might be down that little corridor he mentioned to the right. Uh, he has not yet gone down that way because I don't want him to get too far ahead of all of us in case he's discovered. Well, um, if the first one is predisposed, I'd say that gives us a good opportunity to attack. As long as we can do it quietly enough, yeah. True. Um, hmm. I agree, we should probably try taking them out one by one if possible. It's a surprise round. Do we have to roll for initiative for this, or like... It depends on what we yeah, do, probably. Mr. Game Master, yep. how big was that hole? Um... You push him in the poop hole. That's um, what I was thinking. <laughs> Make an intelligence check for me. Sure. To determine the size of the hole by determining its diameter. I mean, yeah, what... I mean, you're Doing asking Barnabas... Oh, I'm not arguing. I'm just making jokes. Is I didn't know we had a thing of poopery in here. Um, yeah, you're all assholes. I love you. Um, <laughs> you judge maybe five, six at most, but probably closer to five feet. It was big enough that the thing is has its ass over it and a little bit beyond, but not big enough that the thing could fit down completely. But it's big enough for us okay, to fall in, an in which case I'd like to run away. Well, then, if we want to attack this thing, we'll just have to do it quietly as possible. I can be very quiet. I mean, I was thinking, too, I could stealth in there as well, and... I mean, I get several attacks in one round. I could potentially... Yeah, me and, uh... What's your name again? Ormer. Ormer, okay, because you change it every week. Uh, me and Ormer can just go in, because we're probably the stealthiest out of everyone. Give it a shot. I can send Barnabas with you. He can poison the bastard. Um, we could also pass without trace again. Well, yeah, that, that was oh, That was Yeah, definitely. That, that was... But... So I'll have Barnabas move back some. I imagine you guys are kind of hunkered down in a tree, mm -hmm. behind a tree a, a little bit beyond, before the entrance of this. Yeah. Sure. 
without trace. So, also, uh, Edmund, make sure you stay back. <laughs> yeah, um... Edmund, don't forget about your, um, your wand of yeah. magic missile. Oh, yes, that's correct. I do have the wand of magic missile. It should be charged by now. So... Yeah, and... It is the only ranged weapon I have. Oh, I have an extra longbow. I've been meaning to give you, if you can pull a string on that. You might have to do some outside training and then give them the longbow for a fight. And maybe not right before one. Right, so here's I the mean, plan. You never got know. this, right, Edmund? We'll reduce Turgot using magic. Then he'll go up inside the, tr the ogre. And then we'll no. enlarge him again so no. that he explodes out. <laughs> I did not consent to that. <laughs> But, now, um, it might take you a while to get all that out your fur, but that's not a problem for us, so. So are you giving Edmund the longbow, or are you waiting? I mean, I I, I don't want it on me, so. That's fine. Go ahead and delete it off your sheet. I will add it. It's just a longbow, it's not a shortbow? Yeah, it's just a longbow. I threw my shortbow in a fire. Okay. Then uh, go ahead and delete that off your character sheet, and I will add it to his. Now, uh, give him, like, uh, uh, ten arrows. Maybe he can do something with it. Okay. Uh -huh. Yep, okay. He now has a longbow. And, uh, oh, you don't have, a the little wrist guard that you need for it. Uh, it's gonna slap against your skin really hard, and it's gonna hurt. If you shoot it. Well, I will I will keep my sleeves down when I shoot. That might help. Yeah, definitely. Although, we should get you some uh, bracers. Yeah, now, he he did take a level of uh, ranger, so I guess technically he would have proficiency. But I'm going to say, since this is the first time he's literally picked one. Well, no, he, he was... You know what? He was trained. He... He, he's a kid who grew up uh, in wealth and privilege, so I'm sure he's shot a bow before. So. Yeah, you'd be trained. Yeah. Absolutely. So you said ten arrows? Yeah. Okay. Right, so Barnabas will sneak up with you two and uh, just try and take him out. Especially if you have any sort of abilities that will make it so he can't scream for help. And we'll wait towards the entrance so that we can come in if you are discovered, but uh, if not, then try and take him out. Um, are you going to do pass without trace on everyone? Because in that case, we have to stay within 30 feet. Yeah, like, yeah, so are we all going in, or is just the stealthy ones going in? Cause... Well, because I think if we all have pass without trace, it gives us all a plus 10. So we might. Yeah, I mean, we can we can all go in. Well, if you want, hey guys, I, mean... I know I'm the stealthiest one here, but I think <laughs> I should stay back. <laughs> My biggest problem is that I don't have any offensive spells that don't require verbal components. So, hmm. do you have a crossbow or a, a shortbow or a longbow? I have a dagger. 
Uh, I have these like two unmagical daggers that I've been keeping around for no reason. Would you like to borrow my vicious hand crossbow? Let me see one thing really quick. I have a mace. And a candle. Hey, anesthetic. Glad you can make it. I mean, if it's a, if you want, we can just do the stealthy. I I do have an idea of something that could help that I could do, so I'll be all right. All right. Uh, before we go in here, uh, I think I have poison somewhere. Uh, how many arrows can I dip in poison? I believe three. All right. Yeah, I'll uh, dip three arrows in poison. It's the one I bought from the Thieves Guild a while ago. Okay. Is that basic poison? I believe so. It was like the first uh, session that I bought it, so. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, that is... Applying takes an action. Use a... Yeah, three pieces of ammunition. Uh, applying it takes an action. Creatures hit by a poison weapon or ammo must make a DC 10 con save or take 1d4 poison damage. Okay, and it lasts, the potency lasts for one minute. So you dip three arrows into your poison and they are coated, so make sure you remember that. And what are you guys doing? Alright, I've only got a minute with this, so we go in. Yeah, I mean, I'm good to go. Are we, Did you cast Pass Without Trace or no? I'm going to if we're, like, in a bit. Like, are we all going in? Yes. Alright. Cast um. Pass Without Trace. Alright. You cast Pass Without Trace. Mark that on your character sheet. And I'll do, that. do, as long as you're within 30 feet of him, you have a plus 10. So if all of you are stealthily moving into the opening of this little uh, den, go ahead, everyone, and make a stealth check. Um, and add plus, and add 10 to that. Natural 20, so 40. 21. <laughs> I've got 21. Um, Shouldn't be a fan. I, I want to cast a spell as well. Okay. Before we actually go off, I have a scroll of bless I want to use. Oh, absolutely! Sweet. So go. Um, you should have this. You you should have that spell in your um, spell list as well because you're a cleric. So why don't, why don't you pop that up just so everyone can see it in the I, chat? I actually don't think I have it. Train. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, you're not casting yeah. a spell. Yeah. I'm, you're just popping it up for them. Oh, no, I'm saying I don't have it on here. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I can copy and paste here, it. I, I copy and paste. Yeah, I can copy and paste it right here. I yeah, got it. That's fine. Just so everyone knows what it is, I, I think I believe it's a D4 on attack rolls and saving throws. So who are you uh, casting the bless on? I'm going to cast on me, the turtle, and Fontaine. Ooh. 
Thank you. So I'm As we are the melee you. people. Teacher's pet, teacher's pet. <laughs> I mean, you do you want to get in the mix? And wet. If, no. if you want to get in the mix, I'll cast Bless on you. <laughs> I'll give you, I got this awesome mace. You can wield it with your great strength. <laughs> I go up in front sometimes. Very rarely, but you uh, All right. misspoke. You said great strength when you meant to say eight strength. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. It's my, it's my, you know, my language. Okay, I marked on the three of you that you have the blessed spell on you, and all of you very silently, um, because nobody, but the lowest would be an 18, so yeah. Mm -hmm. You very quietly creep into the mouth of this cave, uh. and it is as you see before you, so what do you guys want to do? How are you positioning yourselves? Uh, Lois is a 15, I never rolled. Oh, okay, so mm -hmm. Lois is still 15. Positioning myself back from the melee. I'm coming in right behind Oromir, since I got that 10-foot range. I'm gonna jab over your shoulder. Keep your head tilted, um, slightly to the right. Okay, in which direction is the... the troll looking? Like, is he looking outwards towards us? Or downwards towards the wall? He's Ed reading a magazine. Yeah, um, <laughs> he is actually bending, bent down. His head is kind of downward on himself, and he just seems to be grunting. His hands are on his knees. He's just bent there, and he seems to be deep in concentration right now. Okay, because the reason I'm asking is, is if it's possible for me to sneak up behind him, what I'm, or the side, so where you he have can... a sneak attack round. You guys are oh, all yeah. gonna go. Why don't we go ahead and roll for initiative? Mm -hmm. But everyone's gonna have a sneak attack round. So mm -hmm. make sure you click on yourself. Two. Don't forget that. Everybody get in? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, you need a roll for Barnabas, too. I always forget that. He goes on my order if I command him. Well, I but I believe he has um, an initiative on his own. I remember Wait, reading what? that recently. That's fine. Well, I'll, we'll talk about it later. I believe I re remember reading that recently. Anyway, so the Orgler is technically going to go first, but you guys have a sneak attack. Right? Surprise! So Edmund is going to just hold off on his turn. And hold uh, no, his Edmund, action. please attack. I, I do more damage if you attack. Oh. Okay, then. Well, in that case, Edmund's going to kick things off. That's really what you want to do? Magic missile! Hit him I mean, with a magic missile! <laughs> you have a bow! Doesn't that make noise? Does it? Um, I guess do use the bow if it's quieter. No, first I'm gonna- You're a wizard, Edmund! You're not a wizard. Unless you want to be. 
There we go, there's some good music. Anyway, it is Edmund's turn. Um, you guys have called many different things and he's a little bit confused, but he's going to go with the last suggestion and use his longbow to attack the ogre. That is a 19, which definitely hits. 10 points of piercing damage. Edmund, first in, in order, just raises, aims, fires, and cracks this uh, ogre in the chest with an arrow. And the thing just looks up and is startled. That's his turn. Turgot, you're up next. Alright, so... I'm assuming uh, with my 40 uh, stealth, he doesn't see me, so I get advantage mm -hmm. on attack, right? You do have advantage, and this is it's a surprise round, so yeah. Okay. Then I'm going to take my two shots at him. 24 is going to hit. Okay, for 23 points of damage. Nice. And uh, 15 on the other one? Uh, 15 hits as well. Second. Wow. So three arrows in a row. One, two, three, fired in rapid succession. All three striking this thing, knocking him back, and blood is just oozing out of these wounds. He took a lot of damage. He took 43 points from those three arrows. Just so you know. Oh, yes. And he is extremely hurt. Uh, bonus action, I'll give Edmund a high five. <laughs> and Edmund definitely high fives back. And uh, pretend I'm a level 2 rogue and try to hide behind a wall. <laughs> uh, so you, and you go over there and move back along the wall. That's it for your turn. Finn, you're up next. Alright, I'm going to try and do something a little weird here, but we'll see if it helps. So here's the text on my minor illusion spell. And I am going to attempt to be muffling any sounds of pain that the ogre might be making by muffling it with what it would sound like if he were doing his business. <laughs> That's not where the poopery's at. <laughs> so you're, you're making a sound like he's pooping, like he's grunting. Yep, to, to muffle to the noises muffle. of him getting hurt. Okay, I dig <laughs> it. I dig it. You know what? That, that's actually kind of fun. Go ahead and take inspiration for that. I don't give that inspiration too often. I need to do that more. Don't you mean you push it <laughs> real good? So this, this sound of <clears throat> fills the room. And it definitely muffles the sounds of the <laughs> that this thing is grunted in pain. You're just hearing that sound, that, and it's disturbing. It's like being in a 
bathroom truck stop and, and just hearing the guy in the next stall. Ugh. Okay, that's it for Finn's turn. Shoji, you're up. Okay, um, I'm gonna go up here. I've got to guess where I'm going because I. My, my dynamic gliding is based on Targot, not me. So I. Yeah, usually I can see both mine and Targot's, but it is just Targot right now. Oh, it's because you don't have night vision. You should. No, because legit, when, when Targot moved back, dynamic lighting moved on me. I know, I'm saying that's because, remember when he was having an issue accessing his character sheet? He had to change it so that Target was able to be edited by everyone, and that gave him access to his sheet again. So now we just always have Turgot's view, too. Well, but usually we have both of them. I'm gonna take that off and see if it works. Yeah, see if he can still access his character. Turgot, can okay. you access your character? No, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, there's something like messed up with <laughs> my my roll 20 is having an identity crisis right now yeah okay well i mean whatever we gotta do to get him yeah, be able to play but, but anyway so i'm gonna go up here and i mean you know i'm gonna do what what ormer does which is one-handed quarter staff with 20 i'm assuming hits oh definitely for eight um, and then I'm going to be doing my Flurry of Blows. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm doing that, and then I do my Unarmed. 23, I'm assuming, hits as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is and more than enough to, um, to take out this ogre. Okay, so then so, never mind. <laughs> How does this look? I imagine after I, you know, I hit him with my quarter staff, and then I turn around, hit him with my hand, and he's gonna fall ass first into the uh, the hole. And I imagine his feet are gonna be up kicking a little bit, and then he just kind of passes out and dies. And you just see this ogre fall backwards into that hole. Its ass just kind of plugging it up like like a plunger, and he just. Falls down to the ground and is dead. And I save a key point by not needing to use my flurry of blows. I also still don't have dark vision. Don't have no new? Okay. No. <laughs> Rip. Okay, and I'm assuming there's nothing of interest in here because it's just their crapper. <laughs> Go, go ahead and make a perception check. <laughs> Is there any gold down there? In that diamond in the mush. No, it's plugged up now. We can't even look into it. Yeah, you really can't. You could pull the thing out of the way if you wanted to. No, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm pretty sure I don't want anything that's come out of them. <laughs> they, might have, they might have eaten some coins uh, lately. I don't no care. Let's 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 move along. <laughs> don't you mean hey, let's Edmund. push along? 
And then you're a really good shot, I, I've got to say. Oh, that was... Thank you, Turgot. Um, that was... Wow, that was just really incredible. Yeah, I forgot to use my poisoned arrows. <sighs> oh, well. Uh, we, we didn't need them. Yeah, I mean, we didn't, but it's... I mean, yeah. Like, I had them in my hand and everything, and I still went back and just... Muscle memory, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, so, so I we... I forget, you, you gotta call that out, because I forgot to. <laughs> so we still probably have Pass Without Trace. Oh yeah, it lasts for an hour. Awesome. Just but Do we need a stealth oh. check again? Turget, stay yes, near everyone probably. so you don't get more than 30 feet away. Everyone clustering up on Turgot, go ahead and make a stealth check for me, everybody. <laughs> 23. Well, at least still it's still 17. 23. And that's sad. I, I got a plus six to stealth. Yeah. Wait, what does that... that gives Barnabas us a got a 27. Okay, so... Ormer got a 17. Trigot got a 23. Um, Shadowfire got a 22. Finn got a 23. Edmund got a 17. Fontaine crit failed, but still made have it has a 14. Um, I th I think I'm gonna use my seven, so that it's 17. It's only a few more, but okay. So just in case. Ah, <laughs> uh, he rolled a four. Okay, so you all cluster up together and begin making your way up the mouth. Up the, up the tunnel towards where, where you you know the troll and the ogre sleeps. So what are you guys wanting to do? Advance. Yep, stealth, stealthily advance. Sorry, I grabbed mine. It's okay. But you, you do creep along the tunnel, moving decently stealthy, though Fontaine still just kind of humming to herself a little bit, mm -hmm. and making just a, a tiny bit of noise. But as you guys come to the edge of the tunnel opening up, you do see the two columns um, stretching out in the middle of this chamber. You all do see to the left that large mound of clutter and debris. And the ogre still seems to be snoring as it lays there in that very large pile of hay and debris. The troll on the western side of the cavern at this point seems to be have, have the fire nice and uh, brightly glowing. So I'm actually going to add a bit more light in here. So what are the rules for uh, slicing the throat of a sleeping target? One second. should see a little bit of light now coming from that far edge. Um, doing a coup de grace is basically a stealth check to go over to it and an attack roll at advantage 
because he is lying prone in the sleep, which automatically crits. Now, what happens after that, it depends on, on what you roll. <laughs> but a coup de grace, when something is lying prone in a sleep, is usually just an auto crit. As long as it hits. Yeah. Okay, so who's got the highest uh, straight up damage for a crit? I do if it if it's uh, already damaged. Um. Also, multiple attacks. I'm just, so I, I can do. I do have I do have three attacks. Multiple yeah, attacks means more noise. I was trying to see if we could take it out in one. Yeah, because I mean I could go over there and wail on it, but. I don't know how quiet that would be. Mine would I mean, be, it's uh, six seconds, so... 2d10 plus 6... plus... 2... so plus 4 for a raging. Not that sure normal damage or crit damage. Stealthed. That would be crit. I mean, I don't have armor on, so at least I don't get a neg for that. Yeah, mine is the same for one one attack. It would be 2d10 plus 6. Or 2d10 plus 3, because I think it doesn't add your bonus on the crit. Oh, uh, well, mine would be then 2d6 plus... 2d10 7, because of rage. So I guess oh, I maybe Turgot then. And I can just take a, a ready in action to do another minor illusion to make him snor do a really loud snore right when you're stabbing him to death. <laughs> so I can do my... Are we still in turn order? Not right now, you're not, no. I can poison my this dagger of venom and then use both my plus one or both of them are plus one technically. Uh, both of those. Now I will get point sneak out attack on the first one. You guys are standing at the edge of the mouth of this... Oh. Uh, larger chamber as you're whispering amongst yourself. I'm uh, I'm letting you use the, the roles you, you guys did in their perceptions for now, but if you guys want to continue to keep talking, I'm going to need another stealth check. Uh, real quick, what right, are they out. wearing? Go ahead and give me a perception check. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off to target. No, no you're good. Also, we could always split up too. A couple people I say go we to the split into one. two groups and just do what we do. Yeah, I agree. I I can go sneak over to this one by the fire and mm -hmm. okay, shadow, shadow fire. fire. It's, it's hard to tell. Um, the troll seems to be wearing a loincloth. The uh, ogre as well, and laying there on the um, the hay, he seems to be. His arms kind of wrap around something, but you can't quite tell what it is. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna activate my dagger of venom to make it poisoned. Okay. So what are you guys doing? Bum, bum, bum. Um. So I would like to begin to head towards the troll by the fire and I'll wave for um, Ormir to come with I want to stay within Turgot's range for as long as I can okay. I'll send Barnabas feet. over to the ogre 
So yeah. why don't you guys go ahead and right now, um, where you, um, Ormer and Shadowfire, I'll, let, I'll allow you to move a little bit, but I want everybody to go ahead and give me a, um, your initiative order. Damn, my initiative sucks. Nine. Really? You're, you're gonna plan about a nine? Okay, well, I mean. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've gone last better. on both. <laughs> Got a zero. Okay, I can't complain. That you means know what? You can't go. <laughs> I take back my bitching about my three. I mean, it, he, yeah, he, he is asleep. Is asleep. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean that's that's actually he's literally cool. asleep. He's literally asleep. He got his zero. Yep. Um. So you guys do have one round uh, as a attack round, since you guys managed to get into this position very stealthily. Um. However, from that that's what the initiative order is going to be. So. Finn, you are first in an in initiative. What are you planning to do here? Okay. Um, what's the ground of this place look like? It's it's uh, mostly hard packed earth. Okay. Uh. I'm going to move up a little bit to here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a bonus action to command Barnabas so that when it gets to his turn, he can make an attack. And then I'm just going to ready an action if the troll notices us, I'm going to fireball him. Okay, so when the troll notices you, that's when you're going to fireball. Yes. Him. Okay. That's it for Finn's turn. Um, he's holding an action. Ormer, where, what are you doing? Okay, I'm going to sneak up to here. So if you're sneaking, so if you're sneaking, if you're sneaking, if you're sneaking directly, directly up to up him, him, I'm going to need a stealth check. Now, would I still get that plus 10 bonus, or no? Not from not where you are, no. Feats. You have it until you get out of range, but... Okay, well, that's 11 or whatever. Okay. So very stealthily, you use your full movement to go all... to come up to behind the troll. Yeah, and then... You know, my usual quarterstaff, which hits, I'm assuming. Let's see. Uh, unarmed. 17, yes, 17. Hit. Unarmed, or unarmed strike, 26, I'm sure, definitely hits. Yep. yep. There we go. And then. Okay. 
20 points of damage to the troll. And then I'm going to Flurry of Blows, which will give me two more attacks. There. Yep, all hit. And have fun adding all of that up. Oh wait, I also get a D4. Don't I from well, the, D, the D4 for bless was to um, for attacks. Yeah, it would be yeah. just a hit. Yeah, it's just a hit. Oh, so oh, you okay, add it to your it. initial roll. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I I didn't need it. But so. but that also means you could have added your D4 to your stealth. Although I think he didn't detect you anyway. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, detect so you anyway. it wasn't necessary at all. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I do that much damage. <laughs> you do that. So 37, I think. Yeah. Yep. Quite a big hit. Um, Warmer comes sneaking up and then just starts pummeling the shit out of this uh, troll who has hit once, twice, third, fourth times. Boom, 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 boom. The thing just flattens a little bit and has to grab the edges of the spit to keep itself upright. He kind of turns back and looks at you and just snarls a bit. I give it a little kind of a smirk. Fireball? (laughs) Um, nope. Um, probably, let me see. You said if it notices you? Us. Us. Yeah, it doesn't. It's still asleep. No, no, no. I was fireballing the troll, not the ogre. You said that you said your target was the ogre. I thought. No. Pretty sure, but. I so said you're... that I was using my bonus action to make it so that uh, Barnabas on his turn could attack the ogre, because he can't attack unless I spend my bonus action to direct him, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but. Okay. okay, but you know what? I'll allow it. So your your plan was to fireball the troll, or fireball? Yes. I did hear him say he was going to fireball the troll. Plus, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so close to the ogre if I was going to fireball the ogre because then I might be in range. Well, that's yeah, that's kind of why I was like, um, okay. Ah. Toasty. Barnabas may be immune, but I'm not. I have to reload roll 20 one second. Man, I'm not even going to get an attack in this one. We don't know. I guess we'll see. Plus, there's still at least one more ogre that we don't know where it is currently. One second. And throw, go ahead and throw fireball up in the uh, chat for me. Sure. Now, if you actually just click the word fireball, it'll prompt you um, to use what spell slot you're doing, and then it'll, it'll go. Okay, I'll do that then. 
so there's the, the size of the fireball. Perfect. There it goes. I assume that's where you're trying to throw this thing. Yes, please. Thank you, I appreciate that. You're going to burn the horse he's cooking. Yeah, that way it disfigures it enough that you guys can't have an argument over whether it's our horse or not. <laughs> I don't care even if it is our horse. Uh, no, I saw it. It was definitely our horse. If you've ruined my debate for my final session on whether I avenged my horsey friend or not, I will cut you. Okay. No, there so. is no debate. You did avenge him. Just uh, so okay. you guys know, Finn casts the spell and lobs this giant fireball, which goes flying through the air and just explodes right there in the, in the far corner there. Hit the, the troll, rolled a two. So absolutely 29 points of fire damage scorches this troll and it just screeches loudly in pain. That's a pretty big hit right there. And that's what it feels like to be cooked, big man. Yeah, that guy's not looking too good. Not looking too good, so that means he's still alive? Yes. He is still alive, yes. Damn. So, that was the trigger for Finn, and it is now Edmund's turn. At least he's got a clear shot to the troll. He does. And he is just going to move up a little bit. You can do it, buddy. And he is going to use the Wand of Magic missiles. Um, he's going to expend two charges there. So that's four darts. At least it would be if it was all the patient. Captain America tells you language. Captain America retired. Son of a bitch, that's true. Shadowfire is America's ass. So, to that, the raises, big ass. <laughs> Edmund raises up the wand and flicks it twice before launching it at the troll. Four bolts go flying through the air, and he does quite a bit of damage those four points. 17 more points of damage as each of these uh, bolts of force energy go smashing into the troll. One, two, three, four. Boom, 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 boom. Taking quite a bit of chunks out of this already crispy and burnt troll. This thing is barely hanging on, but it is still alive. Peace. Turgot, you're up. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna shimmy my way up to this uh, ugly guy. And uh, attack him with my three attacks. Yep, 23 is definitely gonna hit. And he needs to make a con save for that one. That's a natural 20. 
So yeah, I'm just gonna that, definitely. That makes me upset. <laughs> but twelve points of damage. Yeah. And all of these are advantage because he's prone, right? Yes. You. These are and it should be auto crit, right? Actually, if he's unconscious, well, is he still asleep? The problem with that is he is not unconscious. Okay. The fireball definitely will. Be. Okay. But it is still an auto. It's still an auto. Well, he's still prone. Advantage. He's still advantage, yes. Uh, the 16 hit? Yep, definitely hits. Try to do damage here. Yeah, there's a lot of things. He did that much damage. (laughs) An amount. It's... More than one, probably less than 50. 20. But you do quite a bit of damage uh, to this guy with your three attacks. And you stab once, twice, three times, cutting deep into this ogre that's laying on the ground. And it just screams out in pain as blood and a little bit of fat comes pouring out of these open cuts you've made across his belly. You did quite a bit of damage to him. God, I hope you were asleep. Come on. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Just help me out here. It's just a bad dream. Go to sleep. Uh, that's it for me. Okay. Turgot's turn is up. Barnabas is up next. And he is supposed to be attacking... Yep, he gonna sting this guy. Oh wait, let me turn, take that off. But it's still oh, a, a, yeah, uh, 15. a 15 still hits. Yep, and it's a DC 16 saving throw because he gets to use my saving throw. That's a four, so he definitely takes it. Awesome. Let me roll that then. So it's piercing <laughs> and being poisoned. Wow. Twenty-four so more points of damage total on this guy. Yeah, that ogre is looking really rough. Fontine, you're up next. Okay, um, so I'm gonna sneak on up right behind my friend Ormir, um, and then pop up from behind her <laughs> and stab this troll. Stabbing her with your glaive. Yes, with stabbing Ormir with her glaive. Stabbing Ormir right <laughs> no, no, in the back don't of the head. No, no, don't stab me! First one's a 22. Does hit, mm-hmm. and that's oh, I forgot I do more. psychic damage now, that, which is more than enough to take out this troll. This thing is barely hanging on, it is its skin is black and crispy, and, and the smell from over here is enough to just make you want to throw up. Oops, Gross. Everybody um, needs a little KFT. That's so... Kentucky Fried Troll. Let's see. So I moved 
20 feet. So this ogre over here is still alive. Yes, it is. But I only get multi-attack with my glaive. So if I walked here, and then I use my bonus action universe card to use Misty Step, and Misty Step to the ogre, could I finish my multi-attack? You know what? I'm going to allow it. Why? <laughs> so oh my God, I'm, I'm going to say that you, you stab and just gouge this thing in the troll in the chest, mm -hmm. cutting through its heart, and the thing drops. You then invoke your tarot card and just poof, disappear and reappear next to the ogre as you spin your glaive around and stab down for one final coup job. Make your attack. Ooh, wait, oh, wait, I get advantage, right? I get advantage, right? Because he's I'm prone? I'm going to say you get advantage because he's prone still. Sweet. How's a 12? A 12 I think you're also blessed, I believe. Just freaking hits. And yeah, you are. Oh, blessed. yeah. Roll your d4. Uh, bum, bum, bum. All right. 1d4. 3. Yeah, you definitely hit with your glaive. And that so is that's... enough to kill this ogre as well. You're spinning your glaive around. You stab downward in its chest, just impaling this ogre onto his bed of straw. Sorry, guys. I wanted to have some fun. You guys were doing so much damage. I needed to get in here. I mean, I got to nice work. Something, so, you know. You know, we've gotten really good at this whole killing thing. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about it. Yeah, no, like, I, I don't. It's, I, it's, it's weird. Well, I've uh, got ten minutes to use my next misty step, so let's find a good use. Well, Shadowfire, it is still your turn. You guys are still in initiative right now. All right, real quick, my, my trunk should be lit, but I'm not. I don't have any light. Okay, my wrongs. No, you're fine. Yeah, you let me know that stuff, buddy. She's walking well, I around. I didn't want to bother anyone! There you go. Thank you. I see pretty now. Alright. Alright. So what do you want to do for your turn? 20. And I'm going to cast. So you make your go, way. Go ahead. You make your way around um, into this uh, lower chamber, uh, lower tunnel that you guys see. And sure enough, just on the edge of your vision, you can see two ogres who seem to be climbing to their feet out of their beds as, as well. You look at them; they look at you at that same moment. What are you doing? I will be casting. Guiding Bolt! I like it. Maybe I'll actually hit something for and once. 14 does hit. Yay! Which one were you hitting? Uh, the... This Perfect. one. Perfect. 15 points of radiant damage as this bolt of energy just slams down into this ogre who's rising to his feet. 15 points of damage, very nice. Oh, I got my... 
Alright, and that will be my turn. Okay. That's it for your turn. So we are now at the top of the initiative order. And Finn, you're up first. Do I hear him fighting? Go ahead and make a perception check. I mean, I said you go way, way viving chow. I mean, you should have heard me no. chanting. I rolled a six. Yeah, um, you're you're looking around, and Shadowfire's probably just barely in your field of vision from there. I'm not sure if you can see him or not, but um, you haven't heard anything. You, you're still kind of um, congratulating yourselves over killing everything else, and you do not hear Shadowfire. Awesome. Then I'm gonna move over and start searching through the pile. Sounds like a fin that a fin thing he would do. Go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Oh yeah. Twenty, not natural. Twenty? There is quite a bit of stuff in in this pile. The first thing that catches your eye is a very lovely silvering staff um, that's just gleaming in the firelight from from uh, whatever over there the, um, where you crispy the troll um, quite a bit of coin you're seeing a lot of coin gold, you're seeing silver it's going to take you a while to dig through all of this stuff um, you're seeing a couple chests that could be opened up um, so it's going to take you a little bit of time to dig through this but there's quite a bit of, of treasure buried in the middle of this gigantic pile of crap. Awesome. I'll just start sorting stuff. Okay. That's it for your turn. So next up, we come to the ogre. The one that is uh, on the far side of this that just saw his friend be, get lit, lit up by that spell, which, if, if I'm remembering correctly, Guiding Bolt gives advantage to the next person who hits him. Yes. Anyway, the ogre sees his friend get hit, looks, comes running towards down the tunnel, sees you, Shadowfire, run and runs its way completely towards you. As it does, it pulls out this huge great club off of its um, back and rises up and attempts to smash down and hit you. accidentally rolled that um, hidden um, is a 14 which I assume does not hit yeah that bounces off my belly yeah it does the ogre swings wildly and you just stand there boom it hits your, your armor and bounces right off completely and you are standing there unharmed and chuckling a little I've had peppers hit harder than you. <laughs> Warmer, you're up next. Okay, um... I, would I... Would I notice something going on? Do I need to roll a perception to see if I would notice all this going on? Okay, go ahead and roll a perception check. A five, I probably don't. No? no. <laughs> you... There's a bit of a commotion in... But you're not sure where it's coming from, and you're more interested in that staff that uh, Finn had just pulled out from amongst that pile. 
It's it caught your eye. Okay, then in that case, I'm gonna go down to this pile and. Yeah, uh, Ormir yeah. needs a magic weapon. <laughs> yeah, should I do an investigation or? Yeah, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Fifteen. I mean, I did better on my investigation yeah. than perception. <laughs> you you kneel down and you're kind of digging through all of this stuff along with Finn. We'll we'll get to everything that you guys mm-hmm. find, but um, you do see that staff that Finn pulled out. Um, you see, I, I'm, I'd rather just uh, describe it all later. That's fine. I mean, hit it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, that's just what I would do not if I didn't realize what's going on back there. Yep. I'm gonna have Edmund roll a perception as well. Because <laughs> he's at an angle, he doesn't see Every, anything. Everyone um, is distracted by the by the the loot. Guys, well, look, shiny things. Yeah, you guys are all, all there. Um, Edmund is going to come around next to Turgot and and say, "Well, we did it, Turgot. That was uh, uh like nope down that hallway." <laughs> Turgot, what are you doing? Uh, so I can see the the ogre. Yeah, he can. Uh, so I'm gonna be like, hey, uh, hey, guys, you're we're not finished. There's, okay. <laughs> and I'm gonna shuffle my way over here, uh, and shoot the one uh, next to Shadowfire with the poison arrow. Okay, I like it. That should not have been with advantage. Well, a 23 still would have hit, and um, the co- the ogre rolled a 22 for his constitution, so he does save. Alright. Oh, was that guy attacked it or hit at all? He was not. Okay. So 15 uh, points of damage. Yeah. Gonna shoot him with uh, a second poison arrow. Definitely hits. Uh, uh, that's a nat one, so he rolled a four. So go ahead and roll another d4. Three. So 17 more points of damage to the ogre. It's a good hit. Ah, I finally poisoned something. Hey, guys, more bad guys. <laughs> yeah, and you see oh. that ogre. Uh, Two arrows just flip, flip, right across over uh, Shadowfire's head. The ogre, the one of the hits, begins to turn just a, a sickly green sp- that spreads out from the wound, and the ogre just clutches his chest and Arrah! with that hit. That's his turn. Fontine, you're up next. Um, so I'm gonna go up behind our other tank. Just hide behind tanks and use my, my glaive. Yeah, that's that's what Fontaine does. It's my move, the go-to move. Alright. 24 on the first one. Oh yeah. For an amount of damage. 14 on the second one. 14 does hit as well. 
for a higher amount of damage. And then a uh, bonus action for the offhand. The Hit him with the butt four. end. Yep. Another for four. another four. God damn. <laughs> nice. Too much. So that's so 15, 15 on the first one, 16 on 16. the second. So 35. Which is more than enough to take out this ogre. So, Fontine, since there's only a couple left, how does this look? Um, I guess I'm like peering over Shadowfire's shoulder, um, and I just pop out. He like barely sees my head back there, and then I just two direct stabs, one in each eye, and then I flip it around and hit him right in the middle of the noggin, and he falls backwards. He falls backwards and just slams onto the ground, and everyone just kind of bounces a little bit as this huge <laughs> thud hits the, this cave floor. Yeah, he's gone. Rip. I think we've got it, guys. <laughs> Barnabas, it's your turn. Uh, let's see how far. You can do it, Barney. Uh, technically, he could move there, but that would mean that he would be the only one to be targeted, so... You can do it, Barney. We'll, we'll back you up in six seconds. He's just be, gonna... Be brave. He's gonna go over there and start digging through stuff. Yeah, they've, Barnabas. They've, they've got this. No. They're good. <laughs> and Barnabas just goes wow. flying over and dives into this huge pile of rubble and crap. And it's like every once filth. in a while I forget he's a demon and then he reminds me. Oh, uh, what's that, Barnabas? Did they said they need help or something? Oh, no, 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 they're, they're fine. They're fine, boss. <laughs> the remaining ogre, um, who is still lit up by by um, that spell least until Shadowfire's next turn, um, comes running up to Shadowfire, yelling and snarling, and he's just in a furious rage. Comes running towards Shadowfire and just starts swinging with his great club because um, that's all I can do. So he has come within my range, and I would like to use my reaction to hit him, which I guess I would do with advantage. Why would you get advantage on that? Because the gu guiding bolt. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Twelve. Twelve. Just you're still hits. blessed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you are blessed anyway. Oh yeah, true, true, true. You keep forgetting to roll the bless. I do forget the bless. However, uh, yes, that is... 14. 14 more points of damage on this ogre as he comes running up. <laughs> Goddamn. I love it. Okay, the ogre takes his swing at, at uh, Shadowfire. And he's just swinging wildly. <laughs> and Shadowfire... I hit him in the eye and took away his death perception. Shadowfire just steps back out of the way as this club smashes into the ground. A little bit of dust goes flying up, but it's nothing. And Shadowfire, it's your turn. <laughs> Think you can Come on, take him out. You can do it. I'm gonna rage. Yeah, you are. Bonus action rage. Yep. You gotta do the noise. Come on. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> um, let's see here. I was hoping for a trumpet there. And then, <laughs> oh no, last time I did a trumpet, I hurt people's ears, so I try not to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to reckless attack. 
I like it. Advantage. Oh yeah, 16 is definitely going to Plus two, so that'd be 14 damage. 14 more points of damage as your uh, huge uh, warhammer just smashes into the side of this thing's face, and he just twists oh, actually, back from that hit. What's that? I forgot I got to roll twice just because of the fact of its oh, yeah. advantage. It was, yeah, but the 16 I'm so excited I knew I hit. Either of them would hit. Anyway, uh, yeah, 14 no points crit. of damage. Oh well. Okay. And that's my turn. Okay. Your turn over. We come to Finn, uh, who is, I imagine, still just digging through everything, trying to sort through the rubble from yeah ruin and and wreck and broken to. If uh, any of the boxes are empty, I can use them as like separate bins for like the different kinds of coin and stuff to make it easier on myself. Yeah, you can find enough of a box to kind of move things around and, and use them as bins. Cool. What's up, Anna? Okay, warmer. Your turn two. Not um, yet, yet, but I'm gonna turn. yell over there, hey, uh, uh, you guys got this? Because I, I, I can't make it over there to attack. And I'm just gonna turn back around to the treasure, because... We didn't answer! <laughs> I mean, I... I'm not going to be able to get over there in time to do any damage, so... Okay, well, then it comes to Edmund, who kind of glances back at the other two, and... I mean, you can at least try, but what, whatever. And he walks around and pulls out his bow, and with the help of Shadowfire's light right there, he can see the ogre pretty well, and he's going to take a shot with his longbow. Yep, 22 is going to hit. Six points of damage from Edmund. This guy's looking pretty damn rough, but he is still up. Turgot, let's see if you can finish this guy off. I did not expect this guy to be alive. Um, using my last poisoned arrow. Uh, 13. Yep, 13 hits. And that's a 19, so the ogre does succeed. However, <laughs> 20 points of damage is more than enough to take this guy out. So, Turgot, how does it look? Uh, yeah, so, uh, I, I shoot the arrow straight where uh, Edmund's arrow hit into and just kind of split the arrow, his arrow in half. <laughs> <laughs> Robin hoods the arrow, um, splits it in half, and the ogre just slumps backward, smashing into the ground on top of his companion, and all of them are now dead. Noise. Noise. And so with that, all of the ogres and the troll lay dead. There's quite a bit of smoke from the fireball in the corner over there <coughs> and three of your companions are digging through the the pile of rubble but sure enough you've won the day so 
I suppose y'all want to know the loot that's in the troll cave. Hang on, let me open up the debauchery journal. You guys were worried about this. Come on. This was easy. I was worried Mm -hmm. about how much time it was going to take. Yeah, so I'm more concerned about doing infinite side quests and never getting to our our destination. Who cares about the destination? Me. Me. You two are boring. Edmund. I have Edmund, how do you feel about Turgot not caring about the whole mission of well, your life? I, mean, I, I, I would prefer to get to North Amia sooner rather than later, I have to admit. Yeah, but it, the experiences you're, you're getting, you know, you wouldn't get and this honestly, anywhere else. I would say that Edmund was pretty close to level 2, but, so I'd say that probably pushes him over to level 2. So, um, you're, you're getting, you've, Finn, did you ever get out the... Yeah, I got it. I'm okay. just... Um, so my question to you guys, as I'm reading this out, you guys kind of think about it a little bit. What do you think Edmund's level two is going to be? So kind of just think about that for a minute. Well, obviously he made a pact with a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him talking to this angel the other day as well. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I think he should he should get a wizard level just because of the wand of magic missile. But can no. he be actually? Can he be ranger wizard? I actually was thinking about if since Shadowfire is going to end up walking off into the sunset, straight western style, he's gonna mm-hmm. he would hand him his hammer and then walk away. <laughs> you are beholden. The one thing that I would be teaching him is about like politics and like deal making so that he's not fleeced when he gets power. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. and that could be taken a few different ways. That could translate yeah. to rogue, it could be, translate to bard. So uh, anyway, um something that gives him some charisma. Yeah. Kind of think about that a little bit, but um what you guys find in total. You find quite a bit of coin. Um, some of them are in those uh, half-broken chests. Some of them are just dumped onto the floor. It actually takes you a good few hours to sort through all of this junk if you're like actually sorting through it to get everything. Um, but in total, you find 900 copper pieces, 4,000 silver pieces, 2,000 gold pieces, and 120 platinum pieces. Okay. Okay. You find quite a few gems as well. You find two nice-looking amber carvings that you estimate are probably worth about 100 gold in total. Um, You find two very nice-sized amethysts worth probably about 100 gold total. You find um, a, a hundred gold ruby, uh, a hundred gold garnet, um, two pearls, each worth around a hundred gold. Um, some tourmaline as well, worth about a hundred gold. You find um, on the ogre that was you first found lying in bed that was clutching something, you find that he's clutching... An odd-looking um, clay urn, or a jug. It's very, it's very large. It um, has a single handle along one side. And it's wrapped in rope. Um, and as when you pick it up, it, something kind of sloshes around in there. 
but you're not quite sure what's in there. You also find a very lovely-looking brooch among the um, the pile of rubble. You find a beautiful silver uh, figurine in the shape of a raven. You find a, uh, a quarterstaff that it looks like it, it's possibly silver or polished steel, but when you pick it up, it's extremely light. Oh, is it mithril? <laughs> go ahead, um, make a... I compare it to mine. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead and make a... Well, you're, a you're an elf. Make a history... No, I don't know if history would be a good one. What, Blacksmithing what, tools. What do you think would be a good check to determine whether... Uh, I have... I was uh-huh. going to say, just have me check, period. Yeah, actually, that's... Well, is, is this the it magic is de- yeah, it is th- thing that you were talking about? It is definitely mithril. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I figure I would put my glaive next to it and be like, is this the same? <laughs> it's, pretty, it's similar. Yours mm-hmm. is, is a, a packed weapon provided yeah. by, by your patron, or this one is more of a, just a very beautiful mithril staff. Cool. <coughs> oh, Mia, we could match. Ooh. Let's I, finish I kinda this like before that. we start distributing mm-hmm. stuff. That's that's pretty much it. Um, you, you do find um, some fine garments and, and clothes among the rubble, but a lot of it's ripped up and very old and musty, and you, you honestly don't really It's not it. worth it's it. Not really. Okay. Um, you, you find a few, uh, you find some papers and some scroll work, but it's mostly just like um, merchants' logs and things like that. Not, not really overly useful. Um, you do find an interesting book. That that actually give me, give doesn't me. seem to be moth-eaten or, or or wet or damaged too much. It's just a little little bit of molding on the cover. What's the title? The title of the book um, you read along the cover is "The Lich of the Swamp." <gasps> okay, can I tell what language this is written in? It's written in common, actually. Okay. Of the swamp, interesting. That sounds interesting. Right. Too bad I can't read. Yes, I would love. I would love to take a peek at that when we're finished. All right. So first off, everybody gets a hundred and eighty copper pieces. Tell me when you all have that written down. You could also type it out into the chat if you want. Fair. I'm ready.
Love that uh, coin sound effect. <laughs> so that book there, Anesthetic, that's the rumor. All right, Game Master, I got a question for you. Yes, absolutely. Obviously, the uh, jewelry and stuff can potentially be subjective, but is it general for your world that a gem is going to sell for what it's worth? Generally speaking, yes. Um, if I tell you an, an amount a gem is worth, that's how much it's going to be worth. Okay, now, then I'm going to start... What I'm going to start doing with our gems is just telling people like specific gems and their value because then we can move them onto pre people's personal sheets and away from cluttering up the yeah, main You guys um, distribute and divvy up See however, the text message however you, you want to. I, I give gems as well as money because let, let's face it, not everything people do carry that stuff around in this day and yeah. age. Some things, if you collect enough of them and use them, you can, you know, like there's magical tattoos that use gems or there's spells That's that fair. use gems. And so I give them to you guys that way, if you want to save them up and, and use them that way, you can, if you just want to say, okay, when we get to town, we sell this. Then I'll say, okay, what it's worth is what it's worth. Go ahead and distribute that and, and delete it off. That's fair. That's the um, reason why I do gems like that. Okay. So what we'll, we can hang on to the gems for now then. And I guess we can just vote as a party on, whether we want to distribute them or whether we want to save them. Uh, the main things that are left is we need to identify the value on the Raven figurine and the lovely brooch. Uh, we have the large clay urn, which I will probably show to Fontaine to see if she can identify what's inside. And then we have a mithril quarterstaff and a book. I want the book... You know how I like to read. What is the kind of check again on uh, pricing out stuff like this? Probably just an intelligence check. All right. Do I need to make one for each item? Um, if you're just trying to determine the value of the item, yeah. Okay. So the first one will be uh, the lovely brooch. That's a nine. <laughs> so the brooch itself... Um, hold on a second. Um, so the brooch itself is a gold piece with um, a yellowish-looking gem in the center. With It's very ornate filigree kind of wrapping around it. Um, and I'm sure you know what a brooch is. There's a little pin on the other side, so you can affix it to your your shirt and or whatever. Um, you're you're looking at it, and gold is is gold is gold, and it's worth a decent amount. And gems are worth a decent amount. It could be anywhere from twenty five gold to a few hundred. You're, it's it's hard to tell. Fair. All right, Silver Raven. Even worse. Yeah, um, I mean, silver is silver is silver and somewhat valuable, and it's it's a decent size. It, it, um, the figurine itself fits in your hand. You you if you were to melt it down, you could probably get maybe six or seven uh, silver pieces out of it. But you're not sure with 
I mean, it's very ornate. It's it's very beautiful. It's a beautiful um, silver figure uh, of a raven, like I said. But it's it's hard to judge based like what does art go for these days? It's hard to tell. All right. I've hey, uh, Finn, do you need help? I've clearly been saving up my good rolls. <laughs> I, 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 I can help you if you want. I used to appraise things and back into uh, Thieves' Goat. Once what's, or twice. What's your intelligence score? Lower than yours, but uh, you're lowing, rowing ho- horrible, so fair. I thought right. advantage might, might be good. Yeah, that's fair. You can assist. That'll give me advantage, right? Yeah. I'll, I, you call Turgot over, and Turgot comes over and kind of looks at the next piece with you. What are you looking at? Quarterstaff! Uh, <laughs> negative negative one and I beat you both on with your advantage. Suck it. God, you're trying so hard, Finn, and you're you're pretty sure Mithril's worth quite a bit, but who the hell knows? Hey, uh, I wouldn't mind uh checking out that quarter staff. Hey, uh yeah, hey Fontaine, can you just freaking do your Detect magic thing. Shadow fire. Well, then I'll know the school of magic, but that doesn't identify it. I think you're looking for shadow fire. Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, like we could find what's magical and not. And if nothing else, we should get an amount on the quarter staff from that 16. But so are you casting detect magic? I guess so. Okay. So you, you pull out your, your little book or whatever it is you use. My wand of wand. detect magic. Oh, yeah, that's right. I gave you that wand, didn't I? So you cast mm-hmm. you cast detect magic through the wand. And other than the stuff that's on you, the things that, that light up is the jug, the urn, the brooch, the, fig, the silver raven figurine, and the quarterstaff all lighten up mm-hmm. with magic. Um, the quarterstaff is just an, an enchantment. It's uh, um, it's an enchanted quarterstaff. So mm-hmm. um, the okay. So you the, said the jug, the brooch, the raven figurine, and the quarterstaff, and that's it, right? Yep the alco- the jug is a conjuration. Um, uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember abjuration. Possibly adjuration. If it's, if it's protecting approach. in some way. Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Which is funny because you just sent us that image to the chat like yesterday. What image? Oh, the one that told all the spells, oh, all the yeah. kinds yeah, of schools um, of magic. Bro- yeah, the brooch is abjuration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, seems like the brooch will protect you in some way. The Staff raven. is enchanted. The jug conjures things, probably liquids. The figurine. Um, the, the figurine is conjuration. And the figurine is also a conjuration. And lastly, the quarterstaff. 
The that one was enchantment. Yeah, enchantment. Okay. But if you're we'll... saying you could identify it with the 16, then that, you know. No, uh, I was saying that he would probably get a valuation on the quarter staff oh, for from price. the mithril from a 16. Yeah, um, uh, the 16 Shadowfire, you know weapons pretty well, and you know you know metallurgy and the value of metals. Uh, uh, mithril is very valuable. Um, it's typically mined by the elves, and um, it could probably go for upwards of a thousand gold in the right places. So, uh, Mr. Shadowfire, we got these pearls, and since they aren't consumed, would you mind uh, taking a few minutes and identifying? Um, I believe I still have ID. Are the pearls um, magic? No, you use the pearl when you cast Identify. To, uh, oh, oh, okay. You're right. saying you're concerned. I thought you were telling him to identify the pearls. No, <laughs> I was like, they're pearls. <laughs> Does an eleven get me anything on that book? The book itself is—it seems to be you're kind of scanning through the pages a little bit, and it seems to be like a story or a, a legend written down. Instructions on how to become a lich. Those no, are some really squiggly lines. No, it seems Can... it, it seems more like like a story. Mm-hmm. Can I have it? Once we figure out what it's worth and distribute everything equally, sure. Books aren't that that expensive. You you can oh, we... you can find books for anywhere from a few silver to maybe a couple gold. Is there any like signatures in it? Anything that might denote it as a first edition? Sure, seems like a first edition. Well, it's it's not. It, it, there's no author's name on it. There's no. It's you open it up and it's a medieval book with a story in it. That's fair. If you say it's not worth much, we can give it to Fontaine. Oh well, now that it's not worth much, I guess I can have it. Thank you. I'm just trying to keep things fair among party members. We Who cares if it's fair? It wasn't magic. <laughs> Even if it's not magic, if it's a 50,000 gold book, I mean, come on. No. No, you, did, a... you didn't find the Gutenberg Bible. You you found mm-hmm. you, you found a truck stop uh, romance novel. Okay, well, I'm going to mark it off then, and you can put it on your sheet. All right, give me the title one more time. Lich of, the Lich of the Swamp. Add it to my book collection. Alright, so then I guess we're identifying these four items that are magical. Yeah, so to save time, what you guys found um, with Shadowfire sitting down and casting Identify four times is an alchemy jug, which I'm showing to you now, a brooch of shielding, a mithril quarterstaff, And a figurine of a wondrous power. 
Uh, can I make a crest of the figurine? Uh, when everyone's done looking at that stuff. I'm okay with that. I have this... I have this spell that I took for some reason that's absolutely useless, uh, but I can see through the eyes of animals. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, and I do not know why I took it, and now I'm glad I did. See, I was thinking you might want that alchemy jug because it can make you poison whenever you like. I don't use poison. <laughs> this is the first time, and it sucked. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps you could have it, Finn. I don't have any use for making poison. I don't use melee attacks. I use spells. <coughs> I mean, I suppose it could make cooking ingredients or drinkable, but... Yeah, I think it makes more than know. just poison. Yeah, it makes quite a bit of stuff. And th honestly, that's more Oh, it like makes a beer? In that case, I'll take it. No, kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, you know, it's, a, it's an item that all the party members can benefit situation. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, all, it also makes two gallons of mayonnaise. I know, right? <laughs> We're gonna make a lot of sandwiches. So long sometimes. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you need two gallons of mayonnaise? I just realized that it makes oil. It actually doesn't make poison, it makes acid. Oh, it does make acid basic poison, basic I poison. see. But more basic. importantly, it makes oil. And oil can be poured over ladies who happen to be wrestling each other. Alright, um, we're giving it to Fontaine. It could also be set on fire. I feel like that's more, probably more cooking oil than... I don't know. I mean, it just says oil. Who knows? Fair. Would well, I identify cooking oil can catch on fire. Any yeah, idea of the prices of any of this stuff? I mean, I don't have it's the prices magic. in front of me. They're magic. Fair. Don't um, I can... worry about it. We'll just make sure everybody gets things. Uh, um, I'm okay with not getting any of the magic items. I'm happy with my book. Okay, yeah, so... I'm... Uh, I wouldn't mind that mithril quarterstaff. That's quarter okay. staff, so okay. I'll mark that off and write that down. I would like the the raven, but if I can't, then I mean, Sergei gets the raven. All right, lovely. Hey, Matt, did you see my message I just sent you? Yes, I did. The jug. I Go figure ahead. we can probably just keep it as a party item that we can all. Yes, use. I think put it in I'm, the bag of holding. I'm going to name you Barry. I don't know why. <laughs> and we'll use the jug as needed. Uh, brooch of shielding. Do you want that, Fontaine? I don't have any more things I can attune to. And frankly, the brooch of shielding isn't powerful enough to make me want to unattune to anything else. Hey, Turgot, can you make me a perception check, please? Don't like that. I, I don't like any of this, I swear. I am... Um, what if he actually rolled a 16? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that's 16 on the die, so it would be a dirty 20. Okay. That, that's it. I just wanted <laughs> a perception check. God damn. We're like panicking. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no. I saw a slight hand roll in <laughs> You didn't see anything in game. Not in game, but well, in game he did roll a dirty twenty well. with because I did replace his roll. So, so Turgot, 
you're standing there kind of looking at your figurine. And you sense Shadowfire walking up behind you. And you feel his <laughs> hand kind of dip in underneath your cloak. Uh, Shadowfire, you're going to lose a hand. Um. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just was trying to pat your back. Uh. I'll leave. I am going to make an insight check. <laughs> if I can. Yeah, go for it. Turgot, or, I'm um, sorry, Shadowfire, go ahead and give me a deception check. Shadowfire ran. Um, here. Oh, he seems, uh, he seems to be telling the truth, and he's uh, walking away <laughs> as quickly as possible. Why did you? You can just ask whatever. Okay, um, it is six oh four, so I think that's a good place to end things for the evening. You guys can let me know later who's taking the brooch. But uh, good session, everybody. Okay, uh, just before we leave, so everybody knows, I'm putting sections in the party treasure. Uh, there's one section specifically for gems. One called party items is going to be for items that, you know, anybody can use. And then I'm putting down little marks on the bottom for times people have requested loot so that that way we can make sure that everything's staying fairly fair. Real quick, Turgot, what's your strength? My strength? <laughs> yes! Why? <laughs> I, plus two. Unless Matt, you need to actually... uh, I'm sending... I just sent you the numbers, Matt. What are you doing? Okay. What are you, what are you doing to me? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... Turgot... Shadowfire just comes running up and shoves as hard as he can this big bag uh, into uh, your hands. Acrobatics? He's shoving a bag in your hands. I mean, okay. But if you want to acrobatics your way out of it, because he did come charging up to you and just shoved this bag towards you. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Um, Shadowfire, go ahead and give me a strength check, please. Or athletics, yeah, that's okay. So, Turgot, you nimbly jump backwards, doing a little <laughs> bit of a flip and, and land in a crouch as you see Shadowfire just holding out this big bag. What are you Shadowfire, doing? What's going on? <laughs> are oh, you no, all no. right? This was. No, I. Slide it, hand it, slash gave it to him, and then I ran. Shadowfire is not in the room anymore. <laughs> well, I just have a bag now. And yet, Shadowfire just disappears, runs, and takes off. Shadowfire, come back! No! Uh, I'm going to Hunter's Mark him. Anyway, um, shush, Turgot. We're ending here for the evening. So, on behalf of everybody here at in the debauchery circus. Um, I just want to say thanks to everybody who watched this evening. Um, and 
I hope everybody enjoyed the chaos that is the debauchery circus. We'll (laughs) see you again next Monday at 3 o'clock where we'll be picking things up and we'll we'll see what happens with Shadowfire running away into the night. Or into the day, I suppose. Still afternoon. Anyway, good night, everybody. We'll see you again soon.